This is Baja SAE Shop Talk, the official podcast of the Baja SAE series. Welcome to this episode of Baja SAE Shop Talk. I'm your host, Amanda Petrakowski, University Program Developer at SAE International. Today, we're talking to Ken Francis, who works in the K-12 sister department to CDS. We'll be talking about the Learn Twice program that connects university programs to their local elementary schools. Hi, Ken. How are you doing, Amanda? I'm doing good. Thanks for joining us today. We posted a few weeks ago about the Learn Twice program on our Facebook pages, and I was surprised at how much of a positive response we got in teams that have already done this program in the past. They were alums. They graduated already through their CDS time, but they still look back fondly on the Learn Twice program. So do you want to talk a little bit about the philosophy of what Learn Twice really means? Um, It's a very cool name, but the reality is there's something to be said for uh, the idea of learning twice. And it's, it's kind of what we do whenever we're connecting our CDS teams to industry. Our industries is kind of doing the learn twice model back to our CDS teams, but now we're asking them to learn this teams to learn twice. I probably can't answer this one really well right now, but I think the idea would be um, to teach is to learn twice because when you try to teach something, uh, again, as former classroom teacher, the more you try to teach it, the more you learn it, and so uh, you know that's that's possible. That's what learn twice means here. So at first, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the history of the Learn Twice program, as this is not the first time it's been around. Right. So the the first time it was around was around 2011. Uh, John Deere came to us and said that they would like to support some of the collegiate design teams. So I work with a program called the World in Motion program at SA International, and we have K-8 curriculum project-based education. So what happens in the Learn Twice program is CDS teams contact the local elementary school and see if they would like to participate in the program. If they do, then we give complimentary kits to the teachers and then also any training that the teachers and the teams might need. And in return for that, the CDS teams are going to volunteer 30 hours in the classroom helping the teacher to implement the program. So it sounds like a win-win for the classrooms as well as the teams, as well as SAE International. Right. And in the past uh, one year, we had over 51 teams participating. All the feedback that we got, we did surveys of the program, and uh, it was a very positive response from everyone involved. Cool. So classroom doesn't pay anything. The CDS team gets their uh, some, some money back from their participation. Sounds like a, a win-win. If teams wanted to participate, what would the process be like? So they're going out, they're reaching out to a local elementary school that they know. Right. It's up to them to find a school to participate with. And the way they can do that, if there's a school of education at the university, they usually have some contacts in the local schools. Large teams have maybe have a sibling or someone that's teaching school somewhere. That's another way to make an inroad to a school. Anyone that uh, maybe has someone teaching in the family uh, would be another way to reach out. And then they would give them a, a link to our website so that they could see, the teachers could see what type of programs we have available to them and determine which one they would want to use. It's, they're pretty much uh, connected to grade levels so that there's primary curriculums for K-3 to classes, there's uh, lower elementary, maybe four through six, and then we have some upper elementary. Depending on which program the teacher chooses, It'll probably be tied to their grade level. It doesn't have to be necessarily an elementary classroom. It can go all the way up through middle school. K through 8, yes, that's correct. That's cool. Another uh, way to get connected to a classroom might be to reach out to your local SA section, and they may have some – there's their parents that are in the the section, and they're certainly – 
going to be uh, aware of the benefits of STEM education. So that's a cool thing. Okay, so they're going to reach out to their classroom. They're going to find a teacher. And then what's the next step from there? Okay, well, the first thing they want to do if they want to participate is contact me or Amy Smith. You'll have your our contact information. Just uh, give me the information that what school you're from, the contact person I'm going to have, and then they can reach out and try to find the school. Again, looking at our website and seeing what we have to offer, the primary curriculums are about uh, two-week-long programs in the classroom. The lower elementary, about three-week-long programs in the classroom. Upper elementary can be up to eight weeks in the, the classroom. That's if you're doing the activities for about 45 minutes a day in either a science or a math class. So first step is contact us. Let us know that you're interested. And then the next step would be reach out to find a classroom. Okay, we've got our classroom. CDS teams are going to come back to you and say, we've got our classroom ready to go. You guys ship out your kits. Well, they'll have to choose the kit. So on the webpage for Learn Twice, there's an order form down there. On that order form, the teacher can just click it and then fill out their information for their school, order the kit that they're looking for. And it could be multiple kits. Uh, some classrooms have done it. Some schools have done it with two or three different classrooms participating. So if you need more than one kit, that's no problem. If the CDS team would like to see some of the materials that the teachers might be using, I can also ship materials out to their team. So they order the kit and then they, again, they're going to have to arrange with the teacher when they're going to participate in the classroom. Again, 30 hours, no matter what way they do it, three students for 10 hours, 10 students for three hours. It's just a combination of uh, volunteering for 30 hours. They will document that on a form that I'll send them. The teacher will sign off on that. Then uh, they send that back to me with an email saying where I should send the check and how I should make it out. And then the check's in the mail a couple weeks later. So this is actually perfect for our teams that are smaller. We always hear about funding being hard to come by in some of these smaller universities. So this would be a perfect way for them to raise some money on their own, and it doesn't take a huge team to make it happen. If they are in multiple uh, CDS events, uh, they can get multiple reimbursements. So, again, it's just a matter of 30 hours volunteering for each registration that they want reimbursed. So uh, McGill University, for example, participates in all of our CDS events. So all of their teams are still eligible to do their own separate project Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, a few years ago, Arizona State had five teams have their re- registrations reimbursed. That's awesome. Arizona State, I think, is one of the teams that actually gave you guys some, some shout out on, and some love on Facebook. So that's cool. OK, so this is something that teams can start after the holidays. And so right now, first up, we contact you um, to get everything worked out now so they can get moving for spring. Uh, is there anything else you got you want to throw out there? No, there's well, there's no deadline for it again. Uh, the sooner you contact me, there's, there's going to be an upper limit on this. I'm not exactly sure what that will be. I think I have about 30 teams participating right now. I think Amy has about 10 teams participating. And so I, I know we can handle at least 30 or 40 more. But the sooner you contact us, the better it is for you. We may have some teams that are like, this is an awesome opportunity, but I have no idea what I'm doing. I know how to build race cars, and that's it. So is there anything that, as SAE, we provide to these Uh, volunteers to the teachers to to get them up to speed on what the project is anyone who's like would like to participate we can put a webex training online just with that team and the teacher if the teacher wants to be involved and go through the activities give them an idea how it actually plays out in the classroom both amy and i are classroom teachers we've used this in the classroom and so we we can answer you know speak to the teacher about what it looks like and uh, again it's just a toy we're not we're not really it's not brain science here just a toy. That's what our Baja teams say, too. Yeah, the WebEx training is not a problem that we can schedule at your convenience. To their convenience, it's no problem at all. So we talked a little bit about the benefit to 
the classroom. Are there any other benefits that teams might not necessarily be thinking of besides the money? Right. Well, we understand that a lot of teams now, a lot of universities are committing, need to commit to some community service. So this would be and it was a twofer, you know, not only do you get your registration reimbursed, you get your community service hours for the university. It sounds like uh, you never know what these students are going to get out of when they're in this classroom and they're on the floor working with this elementary student, what they may be able to take back and apply to their own Baja project. Right. As a matter of fact, uh, one of the teams that participated in the past did the motorized toy activity with the classroom, and which is a investigation of gears, gear trains, and how you trade off speed for torque. And they took that information back to the car that they built and uh, changed the gear ratio in the car that they were building for Baja. And again, now all these are project-based activities. So it's all kit-based. There's no student book. Students are keeping track of what they're doing with with student journals. They have to document what they're doing. And again, it's um, very hands-on, not just textbook learning, very hands-on science. Thanks for joining us today. Feel free to check the show notes if your team is interested in participating. We'll have the contact information in the show notes. If your team has participated in Learn Twice, please send us your experiences and uh, tell us how it went in the Facebook comments and on the Twitter post. We really love hearing about it, and I know Ken and Amy can turn around and use that when they're promoting this to other teams. So thank you both for joining us today, and we'll see you guys after the holidays. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Baja SAE Shop Talk. As always, we want to hear from you, so email BajaSAE at SAE.org. The show notes for this episode, as well as all others, can be found at www.BajaSAE.net slash podcast. Stay safe, and we'll catch you next episode.